0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law presented by T-Mobile, the
1: official wireless partner of Odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings. There's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Cam
2: justice, nine o'clock. Yes. Well, did you know? I'm sure Cam knew that the playoffs can and will affect what happens next season and Dale Ryder and Andy Baskin going to cover it all. It's always game day in Cleveland, sponsored locally by Smiley One. Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling solution. Subscribe to the podcast at 923thefan.com or whoa, Odyssey, whoa, whoa, on your whoa, Odyssey app.
1: Whoa. 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 It's 10 paces before you shoot, Kayla. Not Trigger happy. I'm sorry. Eight and a half. Sometimes Jeez.
2: my hand just kind of twitches and it works faster than my I brain. I thought it was
1: fine. I didn't mean to upset anybody about the... Uh, Let me get to the Brian Baldinger comments coming up in a bit. Florio was on Baskin and Phelps yesterday. And he said, Miles Garrett should go to jail. Wait, that's a different conversation that we all argued with Mike Florio over. Um, He was on uh, Baskin and Phelps yesterday. Talked about the Browns 2024 expectations. Get to that here in a moment. There was a reason I asked the question to all three of the guys. What did I tell you an hour ago? I was in a shoot. I was upset. I was really, really excitable and, and... my frustration is, is that I can say anything I want to about Deshaun Watson and everybody's going to go, yeah, you're a homer stop outside of Cleveland. And there's probably plenty of people in Cleveland who are saying, yeah, you can sit there and try to prop this guy up all you want. Joe Flacco played better. <laughs> I, go, oh, God. I got nothing. I got, I got the guns on either hip and I don't have any bullets. So here we are. And that's it. And I decide to go, yeah, I'm going to ask that question to the people from outside the city. And Jay Binkley had him bottom third. And Ken Wyman had him 10th. And uh, Matt Derry tried to make me feel better, and that was about it. I'm stuck. We're stuck. That's what it is. This thing, it's just got to be better, or it's going to be an untenable position that we're all put in. Right? I think think the good news is that... there is
2: going to be something with the good news. You don't sound too convincing well, on the good news. I, hey, look, obviously Watson is not, has has been, I don't even know what what the best way to describe the 12 games we've seen him. But it has not been the guy that I hyped up as an elite quarterback. I mean, my God, I I should be the one feeling feeling pressure and on the hot seat. I'm the guy that wanted him. And, and now people are calling me a hater of Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's, that's where we're at right now. He's even the one guy in town who desperately wanted him. Is like ah, uh, this is not the guy that I wanted. He just hasn't been, hasn't been anything close. You know, we've seen like any NFL quarterback, we've seen a good half here, a good half here. But you know, you see that out of Gardner Minshew, you see that out of Tommy DeVito. That doesn't mean that the guy's fixed. And I now did not
1: and, trade for Gardner. Minshew. I know, Minshew. and
2: now he's going, and now he went under the knife with, you know, what I what I've been told by people that would know that this was a very serious surgery. Mm. Was it good news to hear Andrew Berry say? That he's ahead of schedule? Sure. Have I ever heard a GM say a guy was behind schedule? No, I haven't. So I I guess we have to wait and see and judge the zip of his passes once training camp begins. I commend the Browns, though, for understanding that running it back was probably not going to be the way to go. Because I just assumed that's what they would do. When they lost and they got embarrassed in that playoff game, I said, well, they're just going to run it back. And they're going to swap out Joe Flacco for, for Deshaun Watson and... Hopefully, that offensive line's a little healthier. Hopefully, Nick Chubb can join him for the ride at some point next year. And I think the Browns said, no, It's not good enough. it's not good enough.
1: Well, that, that, that's partly part of the reason. Here's Mike Florio on the Browns' 2024 expectations.
3: I don't know what the expectations for the Browns were going into this season because it could all go so many different ways. We didn't know what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. And now, coming back for 2024, we don't know what's going to happen With Deshaun Watson, we don't know how healthy he's going to be. Is he going to be effective? We're in year three of this five-year fully guaranteed contract. How many more chances does he get? How many more chances does the coaching staff get to try to get the most out of him? What kind of veteran backups, if any? And presumably there will be at least one on the roster in the event that he gets injured again. There's just so many unknowns. The one good thing is the defense is great. Jim Schwartz will be back, and that's helpful. But unlike other teams that feel like they're on an upward trajectory when they get to the playoffs and have that great season, I don't know what to think of the Browns because so much of it comes down to Deshaun Watson and the quarterback play in the event that he can't stay healthy or isn't effective in 2024.
1: Well, I really like to go after Mike Florio, but I can't really on that statement. I, I think it was relatively fair because you know my I, I've I've talked about expectations. Like I, I thought about this yesterday. What means a successful season? It's a moving target to a lot of teams. Like I found the Browns season to be successful. I did too. In, uh, what was your reason why you thought the Browns I, season was successful? I, the, the fact that they overcame
2: all that they overcame, still somehow figured out a way with four or five quarterbacks to make the playoffs. Same. Like that to me was amazing.
1: So what are your goals for next year? What what is the no, what is the expectation right off the rip in January for next year? My goal is to win the division. Okay. What's I your expectation? I don't think I expect them to win the division. What do you, what do you demand of the football team? What are your demands? I, I it's got to be to make the playoffs.
2: That's it. Yeah. I I I look judging by the rest of the AFC, I don't know how you could you can expect all you want, but there's also delusion well, tell- involved. Okay, but like, I'm telling you, supposed-
0: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
4: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Most expect Deshaun to come off this injury and be better than Lamar
1: Jackson, be better than Patrick Mahomes, be better than Josh Allen, and we aren't even talking about Joe Burrow. I'm not trying to talk you into something you don't believe. I'm trying to find out what the reasonable expectation is for you. Because I said last year, I've said these last couple of weeks since the season ended, you can't just make the playoffs this year. You can't just do that. But then I have to admit, everybody's all downtrodden on this guy, and I was thinking about the, like, where is he ranking in the AFC? And I have to admit, All right, with what's successful? If they just get to the divisional round and lose, and they lose to, gosh, Burrow or take your pick. If they lose to them, yeah, there's going to be some upset people, but what if Deshaun Watson throws for 4,000 yards and looks good? Looks like a a top end, top in in the AFC. It's loaded with quarterbacks, so if he's like top four in the AFC. Him and C.J. Stroud and... Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, the whole thing, you're up in that category. Am I that upset? Am I making big changes? Am I firing people? I mean, maybe. I have no idea what next December is going to hold for everybody involved in next January. But that I, I think that's where, you know, I, I've been talking tough the last couple of weeks. I go, well, I mean, I kind of got to see the forest for the trees here. Or if they don't, if they go out and they, they get to the divisional round and they lose and he still looks good, am I going to see it in another way? Well, now you have, you're had you going into year nine with Miles. Well, this might be the end of the road now for Nick Chubb. This might be all these other guys. I mean, how, how, many, how many more years is Joel Batonio going to play? He says he expects to be back next year, but it's obviously a question of whether what kind of what type of guard he's going to be when he comes back, what type of player he's going to be when he comes back. Some of your best players are aging, yeah. Because he started to rack up some injuries here recently. That's, that, that's absolutely going to be part of the, the thought process. So now I, I have to think, when I looked at the playoffs this year, the Browns, yes, they had a successful season. But clearly there's a caveat, clearly. And that caveat is, what is the quarterback going to be next year? Because it is a contract you can't get out from, and he has to prove that maybe we missed our quote-unquote window for a Super Bowl, but can he carry this thing forward while we start to make some of the changes on the roster? Well, if if it's proven that he can... Yeah, I might feel better about the situation. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to be realistic. Like I'm trying I am too. Watson could bounce back in a big way
2: and have a really good year. They might still not win the division. Like that's how hard it is in this division. Obviously, their schedule's gonna get a little tougher uh next year. Um, but you know, whatever. Schedules you never know ahead of time. I I, I just I don't want to be delusional. Like, yeah, it'd be great to be a tough talking show and say, Oh, we demand this and that and there, they made this trade to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, but we have new information, and the new information is that, you know, you have you have a lot of formidable teams, coaches, and
1: quarterbacks in the AFC that are ahead of the Browns but, right now. And and there will be people, and it's going to be tough to disagree with them because I hear what you're saying, but it's going to be tough to with callers calling and go, what do we trade him for? So we can, make, we can have these arguments going, well, he's up there with all these other well, guys. You, you traded for him to be a part of the arms race. That's why you did it. Bob and Euclid, you're next up on the fan.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I think it's kind of overly optimistic to assume that Deshaun Watson
2: will ever
3: throw another pass for the Browns.
2: I can find no quarterback or major league pitcher who's ever come back from glenoid surgery. Ninety percent of glenoid fractures, there's no displacement of the bone, so the, they just they put you in a sling and they rest you they had to go in there and put that thing back together with titanium screws and plates
3: and it's his throwing arm it, and I, I you know i mean he was he was uh, an erratic passer prior
2: to this you know i just think i hope there's a plan b
1: that's all i'm saying oh bob this was a this was a well, I do feel think, good call for the, ages. I do think
2: in the past, we have said time and time again, and a reminder, the team said, Andrew Barry said he's ahead of schedule and he's looking fine. And they, they think he's going to be a okay at the start of next year. I have heard more people than not in, in the, uh, <laughs> in the medicine and health community that have said what he said, mm-hmm. I mean that are very worried about his future. I don't know. We can't sit here and proclaim either way right now, as far as the plan B in the past in the NFL you used to have the line all the time. Kenny, about what happens if a guy like Peyton Manning goes down, you're screwed either way. But now in the NFL with the amount of quarterbacks that go down, I don't think you can think that way. I think you have to have a plan B, uh, especially if you got a quarterback that's no longer durable or, or perceived as durable. I do think you have to have a plan B and coming That's, up- that's
1: going to guide a lot of the discussion about what we do in the offseason. Well, we'll ask about that plan B coming up with uh, cam justice coming up at nine o'clock and what they intend to do at that position, whether or not it's realistic that Joe Flacco would come back and You know, her interpretation of the words that Stump Mitchell gave her uh, a couple of days ago when he was telling a lot of people about his experience with the Cleveland Browns. That's coming up at 9 o'clock. Kim Justice is going to join us from News 5 then. Coming up, I got to get to the Bill Callahan thought here. Because I think some people are trying to reasonably, or trying to be more reasonable than they should be about the possibility of him leaving. And I worry about it not because of the Nick Wilsons of the world.